Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. First of all, Happy New Year's to everyone. May the coming year bring only wonders and delights into our digital daily lives and none of the occasionally very bad things that can happen in the digital realm. We can all hope. On a previous program, we mentioned that it's a very good idea to undertake what we might call a digital tune-up on our electronic devices. Computers, tablets, smartphones, smart TVs, you get the idea. Not only will a good tune-up make those devices more efficient and keep them in top working order, a tune-up will also ensure that our devices are working for us and not the other way around. Before we get into some specific suggestions about how to tune up digital devices, and we will, we promise, we note that someone recently asked why the heck we do the electronic cottage in the first place. That is a worthwhile question. And we here at the Electronic Cottage find that the time around the new year is a good time to check to be sure that there's still a good reason for putting in the considerable amount of time that researching and producing the Electronic Cottage requires. So, why do we do it? One of the greatest scientists of our age, or probably of any age so far, recently passed away. When Stephen Hawking was 21 years old, his doctors told him that he had a disease that would give him five more years to live, at the outside. 55 years later, he died at the age of 76 in March of 2018, after spending most of his life increasingly paralyzed in his famous high-tech wheelchair, while he still managed to change our understanding of the cosmos that we live in. His final popular book was published after his death. Entitled, Brief Answers to Big Questions, it contains this exhortation. Quote, When I was growing up, it was still acceptable, not to me, but in social terms, to say that one was not interested in science and did not see the point in bothering with it. This is no longer the case. Let me be clear, I'm not promoting the idea that all young people should grow up to be scientists. I don't see that as an ideal situation, as the world needs people with a wide variety of skills. But I am advocating that all young people should be familiar with and confident around scientific subjects, whatever they choose to do. They need to be scientifically literate and inspired to engage with developments in science and technology in order to learn more. A world where only a tiny super elite are capable of understanding advanced science and technology and its applications would be, to my mind, a dangerous and limited one. I seriously doubt whether long-range beneficial projects such as cleaning up the oceans or curing diseases in the developing world would be given priority. Worse, we could find that technology is used against us and that we might have no power to stop it." End quote. Hawking obviously said it a whole lot better than we ever could. But that's why there is an electronic cottage. And we believe that his exhortation to scientific literacy applies to everyone, not just the young. Science fiction fans may recall Isaac Asimov's classic Foundation Trilogy, written now over 60 years ago, in which scientists who understood nuclear power 
became priests in the eyes of the general populace who didn't have any understanding of science. Much like gods in many ancient mythologies, these scientists, who became tools of and parts of government, could turn the electric power on or off in the worlds of Asimov's universe, and thus they became religious figures to the general public. We'd venture to say that there's a certain amount of that going on today in our almost worship of tech titans like the founders of Facebook or Google, not to mention those who are bringing artificial intelligence into our everyday lives. In our current society, over 50% of the bills in Congress have something to do with science or technology. As we've seen very vividly in congressional hearings on Facebook and Google, far less, far, far less, then 50% of our elected representatives have much of an idea about how the technology that they're supposedly seeking to regulate actually works, even in very general terms. That leaves enormous power in the hands of those who understand things like artificial intelligence or machine learning. We can all decide to use a little of our personal energy and time to become more technologically literate, even in general terms, for our own sakes, and for the sakes of our children and grandchildren, and, very importantly, for the sake of our democracy. It's difficult to make informed decisions about things we don't understand, even if we only understand in a general way. So, with that in the back of our minds, we can begin taking a bit more control in our increasingly digital lives by getting our own personal digital devices in order so that those devices act as tools to help us do what we want to accomplish and that our digital devices serve our goals, rather than vice versa, and to ensure that technology is not used against us. And we'll get right on that effort here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <music>